Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Welcome to We Know Medicare, keeping you in the know on all things Medicare and providing you a wide range of options and valued advice for improving the quality of your health care and your life. Get unbiased direction along with valuable tips and tools for achieving the best health care plan available for both you and your loved ones. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back and enjoy. It's We Know Medicare. And now... Here's Dan Larry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. I, I have the really great, distinct honor of bringing on a repeat guest. Uh, you know, the show's a big fan of Jesse. So, everyone, I want to introduce you to Jesse Gammies. Uh, he is the vice president and Med- Medicare regional president uh, for Humana. Uh, welcome to the show, Jesse. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you this morning. You know, it's really great because you and I have been to, you know, se- several events together with lots of agents around. And, you know, I always see people milling about and talking to you. And the one thing that I think is really important to talk to with our listeners is to talk about from just a Medicare perspective, you know, about about what to do when they're turning 65 during a non-open enrollment time, meaning, uh, you know, they're not in the annual enrollment period from uh, October 15th to December 7th. What, uh, when should someone start looking for Medicare uh, when they're turning 65? Dan, that's a great question. Well, first of all, it's uh, individuals that are born, you know, from 19 to now, 1958 uh, are turning to 65 this year, right? So, yeah. That means that they're uh, eligible for Medicare and need some, uh, to make some decisions. And typically that period of time in which they can make that decision is a, se- a seven-month period, three months before they turn 65, and then three months after they turn 65. So they'll want, they don't want to start thinking about what their health insurance needs are that uh, best, meet, best meet their uh, unique needs. Right, because it's not a one-size-fits-all situation. I and mean, there's a myriad of of things people want and and there's a myriad of options out there so when we look at these types of things what kind of choices does a person have that when they're turning 65 in terms of just medicare in general yeah that's a great question so when you turn 65 you have uh, choices around um, you know you have what we call original medicare and that we, those are broken up into part a and part b and those are provided directly through medicare which is a government managed program and Part A covers uh, hospital, and uh, Part B covers uh, the medical insurance, but it does not include uh, things like prescription drugs or supplemental benefits like vision and dental. Also, there you know there's no networks. That means they can go to any doctor who um, accepts Medicare. Uh, you you also have a choice to think about uh, what we call Part D, which is a drug benefit or medical supplement plans. Or also, we call them Medigap, which is sort of extra insurance available through private insurance companies that uh, cover additional costs that might not be covered by original Medicare. 
or you can go to uh, a plan like Humana. Uh, we call it Medicare Advantage or Part C, which is you know private companies like us, Humana or others, who offer uh, additional benefits like dental, vision, hearing, and prescription drug coverage uh, through medical uh, plans, and they have flexibility to add supplemental benefits and. You know, uh, Medicare Advantage uh, plans do provide networks, uh, and they also have um, maximum out-of-pocket costs, and some even have zero premium or low cost sharing. So, you know, as you're turning 65, you have lots of uh, options and lots of things to be thinking about in advance of that time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when, you know, and our listeners are hearing you, Jesse, and they're like, okay, well, there's original Medicare, there's parts A and B, and and sure, we know what that covers, but also with original Medicare, um, there are uh, some deductibles. There are hospital uh, co-payments. There are some things that there are no limits on, right? There could be a lot of out-of-pocket expenses. And then that's kind of where, you know, um, that part devolved from there when, you know, uh, people are looking at these catastrophic illnesses and they have these huge uh drug costs. And so, you know, Part D is put in place to help protect them. And that's Part D is something that you have to have um, even if you just have original Medicare. Isn't that right? That's correct. Right. So, so and it's very important. I think you've made some absolute strong points. And, you know, we estimate that Medicare covers about 80 percent of the health care costs. So that means that individuals are going to be picking up the, the additional costs. Right. And so the individual picks up that 20 percent and um, there's no ceiling on that. There's no safety net. And I know that there are plans out there like things with a Medicare Advantage that, uh, you know, have these, I guess you would call them limits, <clears throat> maximum out of pocket expenses. And so it really does give the consumer uh, a lot of choices. Wouldn't you agree? There's a, so many choices that it could be overwhelming for folks out there. Yeah, I think that, that's absolutely correct. And so, you know, there are lots of ways in which um, you can get additional support uh, with uh, choosing the, the, the plan that you'd like to be on. You can talk to licensed sales agents, for instance, would be one example, but there are many others. Right. And there's also Medicare.gov where people can go online and look at their different options. Um, <clears throat> but I think, again, Jesse, it's all about what one's personal needs are. And I have seen in many households where there are uh, people, husband, wife, or, you know, significant others, and different health needs, different, you know, types of insurance needs. Um, someone on original Medicare, someone on a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage. So I would, I would think that, um, you know, one of the hardest things to do as a Medicare uh, a company that deals in Medicare like Humana is how do you balance all of those needs of consumers? I mean, there must, uh, you know, your, your team must go through a lot of data research, uh, you know, regarding your Humana and the plan design. So are there any points you'd like to make to our listeners on the depth that goes into a lot of your research and how you design these things? Yeah, so we're looking at, you know, our Medicare Advantage plans are, you know, we're focused on proactive care. So, you know, primary care, behavioral health. Uh, we're looking to be able to improve our long-term health outcomes, right? Uh, so that, right. that's that's one of the, the, the things that we look at. We look at, you know, adding uh, benefits like we talked about uh, in many of our plans with dental, vision, and hearing, which are important. Uh, on some of our plans, we're able to offer things like uh, transportation, 
or additional preventative uh, treatments on the dental side or travel benefits. So we're sort of uh, uh, looking across the, the, the marketplace with consumers and, and making sure that we do our best to fill their, as you sort of described, the diverse needs of the population. And we, you know, and Medicare Advantage will offer um, many plan choices, uh, but that's what we do at Uvana. You know, and I think that's really great. And I, I've looked at a lot of uh, Humana marketing material, um, and you have a lot of multicultural resources for folks if English isn't their primary language. And I've seen the pieces in, in Spanish and, and different Asian languages. So it's, I think when it comes to that, you know, you are looking at the community out there and you're helping them with some of the most important, if not the most important decision uh, regarding the rest of their life. Wouldn't you agree? That's a big responsibility. Yeah, it's very important for us to understand the needs of uh, our diverse populations. Uh, you know, so some populations might uh, prefer uh, things like acupuncture, for instance, might be a, a benefit that, that somebody prefers. So we, we evaluate that based on each of the marketplaces and then make sure that we're uh, offering uh, services in, in, in material and multilingual. So that's that's critical for us as we think through our Plot design in our uh, service delivery. You know, and that's really, uh, I, I can imagine the work that goes into that. And, and I wouldn't think that that's like one or two people that work on that. It, it would seem like you would have a big team behind you just in this process of developing plans and working with the communities. You know, alone, set aside the team that helps with the, the consumers you know, down on the street, so to speak, and those that help all of the agents. But it just must be really interesting how your think tank goes into that process and, and how you deal with CMS themselves. That, you know, Medicare uh, must be really, uh, you must be exhausted when you go home, Jesse, because I can imagine what it takes and the mind processes that you have to do that. And so I wanted to applaud you for all of those efforts, but, uh, just have to ask after a day of doing all this stuff, you must go home exhausted, right? I mean, just. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm really excited about uh, the world that I have. So, um, you know, at times it can be uh, tiring, but we, we at Umana work, like you said, with a collective team. We work with our partners and, and be it our provider partners, our agent partners, or our call center partners to, you know, gain feedback so that we can, uh, again, and our members produce the best plans. And that excites me and gives me energy. So, um, I want to make a difference in healthcare. Well, and that's awesome because, you know, I see that in, in having, uh, you know, I've been to the broker rollout meetings. I've been to your think tank meetings where you're talking to agents about what the consumers, I've not ever been to a consumer one. I'm not a consumer of Medicare yet. Um, pretty soon though, but uh, I really do appreciate how you do connect with the audience whether it's the agents or the consumers. And so, you know, the one thing that I would like to always say to you, Jesse, is you're welcome on the show anytime because you give great information to our, our listeners and uh, Humana does a lot in our communities. So I think it's really great that we, we get to have you on there on this show. <clears throat> Just wanted to, in the last couple of minutes, you know, there's been a lot of uh, rule changes lately because of, uh, I guess, what they would call some of these television commercials that have been go going on. 
uh, and uh, you know misleading uh, clients. What what is you know how is Humana dealing with all of these changes with Medicare uh, regarding these regulations? I know your compliance department helps us out all the time, but how do you watch all of these changes to Medicare and you know when people change their star ratings or the movement back and forth? How does that kind of just shortly? How does that affect you, and what do you guys do to kind of watch what's going on? Yeah, well, uh, well first of all, you know, first we're going to be a compliance organization. Uh, as you had mentioned, you know, we have a team of individuals that support um, our plan design and our plans and us in the region. So, um, you know, we work with them to ensure that we're compliant with all the Medicare rules and regulations. So it's uh, it's important that we, uh, you know, stay on top of that. And I'm very fortunate to have experts who uh, do that every day and uh, are monitoring any changes and making sure that uh, we are compliant with those. But you know, it's a it's a it's a process, and it's important for the government to have that, you know, appropriate oversight of, of uh, you know, like you had mentioned earlier, an important uh, part of what uh, people need at the end of the day is their training 65, which is you know. A plan that meets their need, be it Medicare Advantage or uh, Arisa Medicare. Well, thank you, Jesse. Everybody, this is Jesse Gammies. He's with Medicare Regional President for Humana. Stick around. We'll be right back. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're Medicare eligible, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare sells all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan for you. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call a licensed sales agent and request a no-cost consultation with no obligation to enroll. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 3462060877346260 We do not offer every plan available in your area. Currently, we represent 16 organizations which offer 275 products in your area. Please contact medicare.gov 1-800-MEDICARE or your local state health insurance program to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. I appreciate that. I hope you topped off your coffee. I sure did. And I want to take this time to uh, talk to you about a really interesting email that I received. And uh, it's like this. This uh, gentleman says, hey, Dan. I enrolled in Medicare earlier this year, and my sister told me that fall open enrollment for Medicare is coming up. What is fall open enrollment, and what do I need to do during this time? Arnie. Well, hey, Arnie, uh, you know, uh, thanks for reaching out to the show. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, Fall open enrollment runs October 15th through December 7th each year. We're right in the middle of it. 
And this period is also sometimes called the annual election period, or AEP is the acronym. And it's more known as the annual election period than the fall open enrollment period. But nonetheless, uh, the terms are interchangeable. And during this time, you can make changes to your health insurance coverage, including adding, dropping, or changing your Medicare coverage. Even if you're happy with your current health and drug coverage, the annual enrollment period is the time to review what you have, compare it with other options, and make sure that your current coverage still meets your needs for the coming year. Now, you can make as many changes as you need to your Medicare coverage during this uh, annual enrollment period. And the changes you can make include joining a new Medicare Advantage plan, switching uh, you know, plans if you want to, joining a, a new Part D prescription drug plan, switching from original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan, and uh, switching from a Medicare Advantage plan back to original Medicare with or without a prescription drug plan. Now, regardless of how you receive your Medicare coverage, you always want to consider access. You want to consider your access to healthcare providers that you want to see. That means your doctors, your specialists, um, any maybe physical therapists or anything that you're going through at the moment. Um, you want to know what your access is to preferred pharmacies. That means the pharmacies you like to go to. And you want to know what your access is to benefits and services you need. Does the plan's benefits equal the services that you need and the services they offer? Do they meet your needs? And you want to know what the total cost for insurance premiums, deductible and cost sharing amounts that you're going to have. And those are things that would be on top of your Part B premium. Now, if you have original Medicare, you can go on to Medicare.gov or read the 2024 Medicare and You Handbook that was mailed to you. And in there, you can learn about Medicare's benefits for the upcoming year. And what you should review is any increases to original Medicare premiums, whatever deductibles there may be, and coinsurance and copayment charges. And if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already or a standalone Part D plan, that's a prescription drug plan, you're going to want to read your plan's annual notice of change and or what's called the evidence of coverage. You're going to want to review those notices for any changes in the plan's costs, plan's benefits and coverage rules, the plan's formulary, that's the list of drugs your plan covers, and you want to make sure that your drugs will still be covered next year and that your providers, that's your doctors and specialists and pharmacies, are still in the plan's network. If you're unhappy with any of your plan's changes, you can simply enroll in a new plan. And if you want assistance reviewing your op options, you can go on to Medicare.gov and look at the plans that are in your area. Just remember, Everything is based by county. So if you hear in TV commercials or you hear a radio show and they're promoting one plan or another, you want to make sure that it's in the, your county, your market that you live in. And you can always reach out to us 
at We Know Medicare for any individualized counseling that you want. Those counselings are, are no charge to you. There's no obligation. And you always want to make sure that you're getting, you know, quality, affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use. And even if you're happy with your current Medicare coverage, consider other Medicare health and drug plan options in your area. For example, even if you do not change your Medicare Advantage or Part D plan, you should check to see if there's another plan in your area that will offer you more health and or drug coverage at a more affordable price. And research shows that people with Medicare prescription drug coverage could lower their costs by shopping among, among plans each year. And there could be another plan in your area that covers the drugs you take with res fewer restrictions and or lower prices. So Arnie, I'm really uh, you know, glad I was able to share this information for you. You can always reach us out to us at We Know Medicare. Go online to WeKnowMedicare.org. Hit uh, you know, uh, request a consultation. Again, those consultations are no charge, no obligation. Or you can call us at 877-346-2060. And our agents are more than happy to help you understand uh, what your options are. They can do a needs analysis for you. That's looking at your prescriptions, your doctors, and everyone that is involved in your healthcare, uh, and look at that. So none of these plans are uh, one size fits all, and you know you want to do what is best for you, and not what somebody is trying to sell you. So always do what's best for you. So Arnie, again, I hope I answered this question, and um, you know I wish you the best out there. Uh, you wanted to kind of switch gears, but it's kind of the same. And this one comes from Joyce. She says, hey, Dan, uh, I didn't enroll in Medicare when I turned 65 because I was still working and covered by my employer health insurance. Now I'm retiring at age 67 and have missed my initial enrollment period. How do I enroll? Joyce. Well, Joyce, that's a great question. I really appreciate you reaching out to the show and asking about that. Um, you can enroll in Medicare with, using what's called a special enrollment period. Uh, special enrollment periods are periods of time outside of normal enrollment periods where you can enroll in health insurance. And they are typically triggered by specific circumstances. And there's a special election period that begins when you have coverage from your current work, that's your job-based insurance, and you are in your first month of eligibility for Part B. And it ends eight months after you lose coverage from your current employment because the employment or insurance ended. Now, using this Part B special election period also means you will not have to pay a Part B late enrollment period. Uh, and so you wouldn't have to pay this late enrollment penalty. And to use this Part B special election period, you must meet two criteria. You must have insurance from your current work from your job, your spouse's job, or sometimes a family member's job, or have had such insurance within the past eight months. And you must have been continuously covered by job-based insurance or Medicare Part B since becoming eligible for Medicare, including the first month you became eligible for Medicare. Now, please know you can have no more than eight consecutive months without coverage, either Medicare or insurance from your current work. You are eligible for the Part B special election period 
after going for more than eight months without Part B or job-based insurance. Now, in most cases, you should enroll in Medicare before losing job-based insurance to avoid any gaps in coverage. Remember, even if you, have, you use the special election period to avoid a late enrollment penalty, you may still be responsible for any health care costs you incur in the months after losing job-based coverage before your Medicare coverage takes effect. Now, to help with this timing with your Medicare enrollment to ensure it starts immediately after you are no longer having job-based insurance, you're gonna to wanna to reach out to your human resources department one or two months in advance. Reach out to your human resources department one or two months in advance. And if you were considering delaying Part B enrollment because you have job-based insurance, make sure to learn whether your coverage will be primary or secondary. Please note that in 2023, you may also qualify to use the special election period to enroll in Medicare if you meet certain requirements, such as if you mistakenly delayed your Medicare enrollment based on employer misinformation. So with that, it's really important to understand that you don't want any gaps in coverage, you want it to be seamless, and you want to make sure that it takes effect the moment your other work coverage stops. It has to be seamless. Now, if you are on a group retiree plan or you're on some other type of insurance that's being paid for by your employer or your union group, you want to understand through that HR department, if you disenroll from that group health coverage, group Medicare coverage, either employer-based or union-based, you want to understand if you go off of it, that you can't go back onto it. Most of the time when you're off of one of those insurances, they don't let you come back in. So whether you're in one of those or you are still working, you want to make sure that you are in the right situation so it's seamless. A great way to find out about this is to reach out to us at weknowmedicare.org, go on our website, click to request um, a consultation or call us at 877-346-2060. Again, that's 877-346-2060. And one of our agents and brokers is more than willing to help you understand and transition through this. So make sure you're in the know, make sure that you're talking to the HR department and make sure you're talking to someone that has your best interest in mind. You want an advocate, and you want someone that's there to help you. So I want to congratulate you on your retirement. Uh, one day I'm going to get there myself. I'm looking forward to it. So please, when you're in this, make sure that you're looking at all the information and that you have everything covered on your end. So we're going to go take a break. We'll be right back. Stick around. What's 
and a name. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're Medicare eligible, We Know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We Know Medicare sells all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We Know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan for you. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call a licensed sales agent and request a no-cost consultation with no obligation to enroll. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Currently, we represent 16 organizations which offer 275 products in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov, 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program to get information on all your options. We work with Aetna, Amerigroup, Asuras, Cambia, Cigna, Health Alliance, Humana, Kaiser, Molina, Moda Health, Pacific Source, Primera, Providence, Regents, United Healthcare, WellCare. And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. Wanted to uh, switch it up here a little bit and uh, talk to you about a report that came out recently from the FBI. And it's all about healthcare fraud. And I just wanted to share this with you. It's a current article that they produced, it's on their website. Um, and it, it's titled Healthcare Fraud. And healthcare fraud is not a victimless crime. It affects everyone, individuals and businesses alike, and causes tens of billions of dollars in losses each year. It can raise health insurance premiums, expose you to unnecessary medical procedures, and increase taxes. Now, healthcare fraud can be committed by medical providers, patients, and others who intentionally de- deceive the healthcare system to receive unlawful benefits and or payments. Now, the FBI is the primary agency for in- investigating healthcare fraud for both federal and private insurance programs. The FBI investigates these crimes in partnership with federal, state, and local agencies, healthcare fraud prevention partnership, and insurance groups such as the National Healthcare Anti-Fraud Association and the National Insurance Crime Bureau and insurance investigative units. Now, tips for avoiding healthcare fraud is is really interesting because you want to protect your health insurance information. You want to treat it like your credit card. Uh, You don't want to give it to others to use, and you want to be mindful when using it at the doctor's office and pharmacy. You know, nobody looking over your shoulder. And and you want to beware of free services. And if you're asked to provide your health insurance information for a free service, this service is probably not free and could be potentially fraudulently charged to your insurance company. And you want to 
check your explanation of benefits regularly. You want to make sure that the dates, locations, and services billed match what you actually receive. And if there's a concern, you want to contact your health insurance provider. Now, what is this explanation of benefits? Well, that's the document that you receive that states, hey, you went to the doctor on this date, you got this service, uh, you got this prescription, you had this surgery. And if those don't line up, that explanation of benefits, um, you want to contact that health insurance provider because it could simply be a clerical error or it could be something fraudulently happening. And you don't want your name drugged through that if somebody else is using your information to make themselves richer, if you will. So what are some of the common types of healthcare fraud that the FBI is talking about? Well, it's segmented into a few different things. Uh, one, there's fraud committed by medical providers. And those fraud uh, subsets are double billing, submitting multiple claims for the same service, phantom billing, billing for a service, visit, or supplies the patient never received, unbundling, it's submitting multiple bills for the same service. And then there's this thing called upcoding. That's billing for a more expensive service than the patient actually received. So they have these things called CPT codes. And let's say you went in somewhere and uh, they, you were having lower back pain and then they, you know, checked your heart and, you know, through their stethoscope, did a blood pressure. And then they list that they did a full cardiac workup. Well, you know, that seems to be a lot different than going in to have your back looked at and doing some normal blood pressure and checking your heart, you know, so that's, there's a lot of differences there when they do upcoding and build Medicare for more expensive services than you actually receive. Then there's the fraud that's committed by patients and other individuals. Uh, bogus marketing, convincing people to provide their health insurance ID numbers and other personal information to bill for non-rendered services or steal your identity or enroll you in a fake plan. You wanna be very, very careful out there. And identity theft and identity swapping, that's using another person's health insurance or allowing another person to use your insurance. Don't do it, that's fraud. And impersonating a healthcare prof professional, providing or billing for health services or equipment without a license, that's horrible. And, you know, there was a case where there was folks uh, using phantom doctors to tell everyone that Medicare was approving cancer, uh, these tests that could see if you had cancer and, and they were having these phantom doctors write the prescription and then having patients send that in. And this big ring got, you know, circled in by the federal government, by the FBI and to stop that, that illegal practice and people impersonating healthcare professionals. So buyer beware, you have to watch while you're out there. And then there's fraud involving prescriptions. One, there's forgery, creating uh, or using forged prescriptions. Uh, there's another one called diversion. That's where you're diverting legal prescription for illegal uses. 
That's like selling your prescription medication for someone else to use and or get high. So you want to make sure that you're not involving yourself in that. And then there's doctor shopping. That's uh, visiting multiple doctors to get prescriptions for control, controlled substances or getting prescriptions from medical offices that engage in unethical practices. So it's really important to understand, you know, is the fraud being committed by medical providers? Is it being committed by patients and other individuals? And is there fraud involving prescriptions and doctor shopping and forgeries and bogus marketing and, you know, upcoding and, and double billing and phantom billing? These are all things that are important and you need to look at your evidence of coverage that you're getting so that you're seeing what you're getting out there and making sure that uh, when you get that evidence of benefits, that what you got is exactly what's being billed. So that's very important. And, you know, I just wanted to, to say that when you're, you're looking at this and, and the FBI does a really good job at catching these folks that are doing these illegal acts. But if you see that happening, you want to report it to your insurance company and the insurance company will look into it. And if they find that it's larger than just them themselves, they're going to reach out to the FBI as well. And, you know, the one thing that you want to also understand is there's a thing out there called prescription medication abuse, and that's creating or using forged prescriptions. That's a crime. And prescription fraud comes at an enormous cost to physicians, hospitals, insurers, and taxpayers. But the greatest cost is a human one. Tens of thousands of lives are lost to addiction each year. And you want to protect yourself and your loved ones by following a few simple things. If you're taking opioids, take them exactly as prescribed by your doctor. Ideally, therefore, the shortest amount of time possible. Never, ever share your medications with others. Not even if you want to just sample it to see if it helps you. If it's not prescribed to you, don't take it. And you want to explore non-opioid options with your doctor. And if you want to learn more about your risks of opioid use from the Centers for Disease Control, you can go on to their website. And if you have unused or expired pain medications, take them to a Drug Enforcement Agency approved take back site for disposal. You can also call your local pharmacy and ask them where take back sites are, or you can call a local police or sheriff's department and get advice from them as well. Prescription medication abuse is hugely on the rise. People using medications and sharing them with others is on the rise. There is so much abuse out there that it, it can really hurt you and those around you. So if you're finding that you're having some issues with the medication and maybe you feel like you're getting a little addicted to it, you need to really talk with your doctor, explore non-opioid options, and always learn more about the risks of opioid use for this, from the Centers for Disease Control. These are really, really important things. And just remember, unused or expired 
expired pain medications. They're left in your medicine cupboard. They're left in a drawer. Well, you have grandchildren, you have children, yeah, maybe other adults. You don't want anybody to get into that stuff because it can become lethal and kill people. And no one wants that on their conscience. No one wants to have that. And I'm sorry to take us to that spot, but this is real. You turn on the news and there's something going on with prescription medication abuse every single day, every single news outlet, every single news show. And so with that said, you know, we've got enough fentanyls out in the world. We've got enough of all of this uh, opioids and everything comes with a great human cost. And that's the loss of life. And so do your part and understand this. And when you see the fraud or you see the abuse, reach out to your insurance company, reach out to the FBI, the local pharmacy, the local police and sheriff's departments. They can help you and they can help dispose of those drugs. So it's really important to understand that. <clears throat> and I always wanna bring good public service announcements. And I, I'm not here to promote you know, one organization over the next. I'm here to help you understand what's going on in the Medicare world. Fraud is huge uh, in all forms of healthcare. And so please, while you're out there, be alert and report and make sure that your health care is always being taken care of. Well, we're going to take a break. I need to go get some more coffee. We'll be right back. Thanks for sticking around. in a name. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're Medicare eligible, We Know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We Know Medicare sells all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We Know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan for you. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call a licensed sales agent and request a no-cost consultation with no obligation to enroll. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Currently, we represent 16 organizations which offer 275 products in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov, 1-800-MEDICARE, or your local state health insurance program to get information on all your options. We work with Aetna, Amerigroup, Asuras, Cambia, Cigna, Health Alliance, Humana, Kaiser, Molina, Moda Health, Pacific Source, Primera, Providence, Regents, United Healthcare, WellCare. 
And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everybody. You know, it's interesting. I uh, just had an email um, that came in for a question on the show. So if you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, the VA, group retiree plan, and like them answered on the show, just send us an email to questions at weknowmedicare.org. Again, that's questions at weknowmedicare.org. And so just wanted to, to close out the show with some really interesting things here. Um, there's a lot of folks that are brand new to Medicare. They're aging into Medicare. And some folks that are already on Medicare may have had things done for them and they want more knowledge. So one of the things that comes up all the time and just came in was, hey, what questions should I ask when I'm new to Medicare? So if you're new to Medicare, there's several questions you should consider while approaching or within your initial enrollment period, or even if you have a special enrollment period. And I want you to consider these options when you're preparing to enroll in Medicare or after you've already enrolled. So you wanna know what are the basics? Because Medicare is a complex program and can sometimes be confusing. And the best place to start uh, when you're new to Medicare is by familiarizing yourself with the differences between it and the health insurance you have now. Learn what makes a person Medicare eligible, the different parts of Medicare insurance, the part A, the part B, the part C, the part D, and what those parts cover, and the times to enroll in Medicare, and how to put off enrollment, and sometimes putting off enrollment can result in penalties. Now, these initial steps that we're going to go over are going to help smooth the transition from your current insurance to Medicare once you are eligible. So what are your coverage options? Everyone has different healthcare needs. Everyone has different healthcare needs, meaning the coverage that is right for your friends or family may not be right for you. You also need to understand is if you're gonna enroll in original Medicare, or would you prefer a Medicare Advantage plan? Now, they may limit your provider network or have different costs, but they may offer additional coverage more than original Medicare does. And if you have current employer insurance, you may decide not to enroll in Medicare until you have retired. Remember, Medicare starts at age 65. Retirement has been pushed back to 66 and 67 for some folks. And if you are already retired, you might find that original Medicare plus retiree insurance works better for you than original Medicare plus a Medicare supplement or a Medigap plan or vice versa. You always want to find out the full range of your coverage options. You want something that's quality, affordable healthcare, that's easy to access and simple to use. And you want to know, should you enroll in Part D? Now, while you should make sure you enroll in Part D prescription drug coverage when you become eligible, assuming you don't have other creditable drug coverage, there are many Part D options for you to explore. Now, keep in mind, too, that sometimes retiree insurance offers prescription drug coverage that is as good or better than Medicare Part D. And if that's the case, you might decide not to take Part D because you are already covered. And finally, if you have difficulty affording your drug costs, you may want to consider applying for programs that can help pay for these costs. Something 
that will help you um, like the um, prescription drug plan that is available out there that has lower co-payments and maybe you want to do uh, something else. And now you want to also find out if you're eligible for programs that help lower your Medicare costs. And there's several programs out there for folks with low income um, that pay for Medicare related costs, such as premiums, co-pays. And some of these programs are federal and others are state specific. And you want to find out whether you meet the eligibility requirements or not. On the Social Security website, they have what's called the low income subsidy, which if you qualify for is not a, like Medicaid, but it is for folks that are having difficulty paying for their prescription. That's the low income subsidy that can be found on the Social Security's website. And you know, you wanna know what resources exist to help you navigate Medicare. And Medicare is complex, but yet a very beneficial program. And there are a variety of trusted sources that can help you navigate your rights and options. Now, some of those are uh, Medicare themselves, and that is 1-800-MEDICARE. Uh, and you can go on to medicare.org, and that can be an area where you can kind of navigate and see what's in there. You put in your zip code. You can either put in your drugs, you can add your, you know, create an account if you want. It's a really great resource. It's a source of truth. We use it ourselves to make sure that we are seeing the best information available. Also, there's the Social Security Administration. And Social Security Administration has really great information on there about that. And then there's always the State Health Insurance Assistance Programs. It's called SHIP. And uh, lastly, you can always reach us at We Know Medicare, uh, WeKnowMedicare.org, or call us at 877-346-2060. Uh, we always say we don't have a dog in the fight. We aren't watching for any uh, inf anybody in particular. There is an insurance company that we prefer over the other because these are not one-size-fits-all programs. It's all about you and what your needs are. And many times in a household, there could be two, three folks in that household, and there could be three different plans. Someone could be on original Medicare with a prescription drug plan. Somebody could be on Medicare Advantage. Somebody could be on a Medicare supplement. It's all dependent on your needs, not what somebody's trying to sell you. So it's really important to have an advocate while you're going through this. It is complex. But it, it, when you're working with folks that do it on a daily basis, that's where you can have advocates on your behalf. So really just always be out there, always keep your eyes open and always look during the annual enrollment period, which is October 15th to December 7th. And that's your time to look at these other programs, your time to join, switch and fit what your needs. And so, you know, how do you how does one choose between original medicare and let's say a medicare advantage plan so uh, people with medicare can get their health coverage through either original medicare uh, or original medicare and a medicare supplement or a medicare advantage plan uh, they're also known as medicare private health plans or part c and you should follow these key differences uh, between the two options when you decide how you want to receive your medicare benefits and again it's how you want to receive them with original Medicare, it's a traditional program offered directly through the federal government. It includes Part A, which is inpatient 
uh, hospital coverage, and Part B, which is outpatient and medical coverage. Most doctors in the country take this insurance. Medicare limits how much an individual can be charged when they visit uh, participating or non-participating providers. And you're going to receive a red, white, and blue card to show what the providers when receiving care. This is an 80-20 plan, which has deductibles. And so that 80-20, Medicare will pay the 80% of the approved amount and the you as the patient, the beneficiary will pay the remaining 20%. And if you're in the hospital, you're going to have some deductibles and you're going to have some co-payments with that. With a Medicare Advantage plan, that is a private plan that contracts with the federal government to provide Medicare benefits. They must provide the same benefits offered by original Medicare, but they may apply different rules, costs, and restrictions, which could be like networks. Many of them have very vast networks. Some have narrow networks. Uh, they may also offer certain benefits that original Medicare does not. And some of the most common types of plans are health maintenance organizations. You hear that as HMOs, preferred provider organizations. Those are known as PPOs. And then there's private fee-for-service plans or PFFS plans. No matter which one you're using, that you as a beneficiary needs to show your membership card for, for the plan uh, when you're receiving care. And if you sign up for original Med Medicare and later decide you'd like to try a Medicare Advantage plan or vice versa, beware that there are only certain enrollment periods when you can make those changes. And with what you want to do is you want to keep in mind that the different areas have different Medicare Advantage plans. So so when you look at a particular plan available where you live, it may not be in your community. So you can always call 1-800-MEDICARE or reach out to us to find out about the plans available in your area. They're all county specific. Now, you know, just to, to close out here, you've got many options. And this is where it can be confusing because the options you take should meet your needs specifically. And if they're not meeting your needs specifically, then you may not be in the right plan. And let's say you enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan during the annual enrollment period, October 15th to December 7th, and you find that it's not working for you. From January 1st to March 31st, there's a period called the open enrollment period. That's where Medicare Advantage members and only Medicare Advantage members can switch to another Medicare Advantage plan or go back to original Medicare with a prescription drug plan. It doesn't apply to anyone else. It doesn't apply to those folks on original Medicare wanting to get something else or somebody on a Medicare supplement. It's only Medicare Advantage to Medicare Advantage or Medicare Advantage back to original Medicare. So always, always have someone in your corner that's your advocate. And our group at We Know Medicare, we're here to help you. We understand what your particular needs are. We do a needs analysis, and it's here for you. We're here to make sure your needs are covered. It's really simple. Reach us at weknowmedicare.org. We can do a no-cost, no-obligation consultation, and you can call us at 877 346-2060. You know, I really appreciate you all listening. 
We appreciate you extremely, extremely appreciate you. Tune in next week. Be well. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast of We Know Medicare. We Know Medicare is a dedicated resource and advocate for Medicare eligibles and independent of both individual insurance companies and Medicare itself, allowing them to provide unbiased assistance to Medicare recipients in need of a quarterly health care plan. Visit WeKnowMedicare.org to learn more. That's WeKnowMedicare.org. And tune in next week for more We Know Medicare. This pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare.